Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls and patriots of all ages, welcome again to In Black and Right on this Tuesday. Uh, got a little bit of a rough start this week, and I do want to start out apologizing for not having episodes uh, last Sunday or Monday. Had a little bit of a health issue, and well, not exactly a lot of fun, but I'm better stronger ready to get back into the saddle again and yes we are still the new definition of color commentary and i am still jerry brooks your baby-faced assassin for things conservative standing up for freedom freedom of speech freedom of thought and a whole lot of other freedoms that our beautiful constitution secures for us uh, the ones who are actually you know following the constitution but anyway folks it has been one heck of a last few days the supreme court is bringing the heat i mean really bringing the heat and before i get into some of that just a quick little reminder that if you want to send us comments or questions or anything send us an email at inblackandright at gmail.com or go to our website in blackandright.net. Uh, we've just added a new section to our special reports page. Uh, a little something I like to call stupidity doesn't discriminate. And <laughs> you'll know what I mean by that when you, there's a couple of articles that I have links to down there of some really dumb things that have been said uh, over the last few days but anyway to get on yesterday another Supreme Court uh, major decision in the uh, Kennedy case uh, former high school football coach Joe Kennedy from Bremerton Washington and I'm familiar with this case uh, I lived, used to live in the area and when the case first came into prominence nationally i thought wow okay this is something worth following and now in a six to three decision yesterday the high court ruled in favor of the coach that he does have the right to pray and to do so at public events school events yes it's a beautiful thing and i mean the story of it is pretty cool but once again actually the Supreme Court once again does the right thing Wow I mean first you've got the big decision on New York's concealed uh, gun law that's a major major uh, a major win for the Second Amendment then of course the big one the overturning of Roe versus Wade in the Dobbs case and yes the left completely lost their minds and they still have lost their minds and they still haven't gotten over their tantrum uh, because frankly in certain respects if they wanted Roe 
so bad, they had opportunities. The, the Democrats had opportunities. But no. And now they're mad. They're screaming. You've got even activists exhibiting and manifesting demons and demonic behavior. You've got, oh my gosh, let me take a look here. Uh, a story uh, from last week from the uh, Washington Examiner. And I found this on uh, Newsmax. And it's interesting uh, reading some of this, what has gone on with I mean, the, the night of rage didn't quite have the effect that I think it wanted to because I think they were caught off guard and really tried to get their forces uh, rallied and it didn't quite work the way they had hoped. I mean, yes, there was all kinds of craziness, but nothing on the scale that I think they wanted. Uh, there was, of course, the, there were rioters in really four states. Uh, Arizona, California, Colorado, and the Commonwealth of Virginia. Now, and there were also some, but not major league uh, riots and protests in the D.C. area. But really the big one to me was the Arizona State Capitol in Phoenix, place where I used to live. Uh, it did some, the building itself did get damaged, but what was interesting, the Arizona State Senate was in session that, that particular day. And so, yes, uh, there were some, uh, probably about, according to the reports in the media, there were about 8,000 people who were trying to rush the Arizona State Capitol but were deterred by law enforcement, you know, tear gas to disperse the crowd and all that. So, yeah, the building suffered damage, but none of the state senators or their respective staffs uh, had any problems along that line. And there was also, of course, uh, in Los Angeles, there was... Uh, a riot of sorts. Uh, four Los Angeles police officers were injured as they were assaulted by protesters with fireworks, with projectiles, and even, according to reports, a makeshift flamethrower. Hmm. Well, I mean, talk about a hot time on a Friday night, but eh, that's a little crazy. And yes, of course, there were attacks on uh, pregnancy centers. Uh, one in Virginia, arson and vandalism. Uh, now, Governor Youngkin of Virginia has also, con he's condemned the vandals, but he also has the extra responsibility of having the state police, uh, using the state police to protect the justices that live in Northern Virginia, which I believe includes uh, Clarence Thomas. So yes, since Merrick Garland and the Injustice Department aren't doing their jobs, well, it looks like Governor Youngkin is going to protect the justices anyway you, with uh, the state of Virginia and everything that's within his jurisdiction. 
So yes, there are just all sorts of craziness, you know, vandalism, arson fires, uh, but it wasn't, I don't think it was nearly as big of a deal as, as was thought. And I think, you know, and of course, what the big hope is that, you know, somehow this, the Dobb decision and overturning Roe versus Wade, plus the lies of Democrat politicians, their media allies, putting forth notion after notion, which is so seriously wrong, that they've overturned Roe versus Wade. Oh, it's terrible. Constitutional rights have been taken away from women. B.S. More B.S. There was never a constitutional right to an abortion, no matter what they said in 73. There was none. Period. So this whining and moaning about women being denied a constitutional right is BS. The truth is there are states where you still can get an abortion. Okay? So let's stop with the lying and the hyperbole and the tears and the threats, which frankly, there's nothing y'all can do. Sorry, the Supreme Court has already spoken. So Nancy Pelosi and the Looney Latina AOC and other, well, frankly, goofballs, just get over yourselves, girls. You're going to have to actually go state by state in legislatures to get your to get your point across now there are already some 13 states that have bans already in place that were that were triggered immediately after the justices made their decision but to say that you can't get an abortion and it's all illegal and it's like the whole you know, the whole tears thing, you know, and it's like, oh, this is terrible for women. It's like, oh, please stop. Stop. And yes, well, you, and I know there's going to be some who will hear this and they go, you're just, you're a man. You can't speak to this. Again, I say BS. Men can have opinions on abortion. Okay. Because in spite of the 50 years of being programmed by the media, by feminists, by Democrats saying that, oh, this is a woman's issue. It's like, do you honestly think that it's only women who are being affected? Seriously? No, men are affected. Maybe not to the same extent, but men are affected too. The fathers, maybe these... Maybe the fathers of these children actually wanted to be responsible dads. But because it's a woman's right to choose, you know, the guy has no say. And that's pretty sad. It's pretty sad indeed. I mean, I, how many, I can tell you all kinds of stories of people who were in a position, you know, got a, a guy and a gal, yeah, they probably didn't wait they didn't wait till they got married but the girl ends up pregnant the guy there are men 
out there, in spite of what the feminists and other psychos will tell you, that are honorable men and will do the right thing and they will marry the girl and become dads. Good dads. Responsible dads. It is possible. But because the way, you know, daytime TV and other things have just turned the culture into a full-on upside-down mess, you know, we don't hear about that. And we'll never hear about that from the media. It never will happen. But yeah, it can happen, folks. It can happen. So, yeah, this is great. I mean, the Supreme Court is really on a roll, and, and I honor the justices for having the steel in their spine to tell these yahoos, uh, go away. We're not going to bend to a mob rule. So, and the same was on this case, the, the Kennedy case. And yeah, they, and I love it. The, uh, <laughs> Justice Gorsuch wrote the majority opinion in the uh, Kennedy prayer case. And I'll just quote a little bit of it here. Both the free exercise and free speech clauses of the First Amendment protect expressions like Mr. Kennedy's. Nor does a proper understanding of the Amendment's Establishment Clause require the government to single out private religious speech for special disfavor. The Constitution and the best of our traditions counsel mutual respect and tolerance, not censorship and suppression for religious and non-religious views alike. Thank you, Justice Gorsuch. Now, I know there are people and even sadly Christians who don't understand the First Amendment when it comes to religious expression. And that's, a, and that's sad to me. In fact, it's an indictment in many cases. Don't We need to learn that the Establishment Clause, <laughs> yes, does have a certain meaning. But this whole separation of church and state nonsense that's been around for decades and many churches have been taught this? No. It's a lie. It's a full-on lie. Sorry. Congress does... Do, Congress cannot establish a, a particular religion over another, nor can they prohibit the free exercise thereof. Read the stinking amendment. So, I'm grateful that... They, it took a while, but they got it right in this case. They got Roe right in this case. Send it back to the states. Because unfortunately, the spoiled children, the spoiled petulant children, who seem to think that there's a constitutional right to an abortion, didn't understand that this was a states' rights issue to begin with. The fact that the Supreme Court back then tried to find all kinds of ways to manipulate and warp certain parts of the Constitution to do that was 
just weird and wrong. I don't know what they were doing back then because all those justices who voted on it are long dead. But at least, thank goodness, this group of justices got it right and overturned it and sent it back to the states. Now, I know this doesn't make a lot of pro-abortionists happy, but too bad. It's not about your happiness. It's not about your feelings. It's about actually following the Constitution. Okay? Learn some things. So that's another one that just makes me crazy. But it's okay. It is okay. Now, this... Some of the craziness... And I... And I've actually put this story linked to it on the In Black and Right website on our special reports page under the news stupidity doesn't discriminate uh, section. Now, a perfect example of this. Whoopi Goldberg, one of the co one of the shrews of the of the view, apparently got all got her estrogen in a full-on boil and ranted on the show. I mean, how ABC can let this happen? Um, well, it doesn't amaze me, but if this is what daytime television has become, then no wonder it's dysfunctional chick TV. It's what I call it. Because you got these women who are just unhinged. And The View is the perfect... I mean, it shouldn't be called The View. It should be called Group Therapy. Because too many of the women on that show are just bonkers. All right, let me... And I will give you a perfect example of why I just said that. Now, apparently, Whoopi Goldberg, uh, in reacting to the decision to overturn Roe versus Wade gave a overtly, I mean, didn't even bother to hide the fact that she threatened Clarence Thomas, Justice Thomas, and and his and his wife, Ginny, who happens to be white. Thomas is black. So this is just unhinged behavior and to quote uh, Goldberg from the show, you better hope that they don't come for you, Clarence, and say you should not be married to your wife who happens to be white. Goldberg was yelling, suggesting that conservatives in America would seek to ban interracial marriage. Stupid! Hey, whoopee! That issue was dealt with decades ago. Read the Loving case, okay? Read it. Learn from it. Dingbat. Now, she continued her delusional, psychotic, deranged rant. They, they will move back, and you'd better hope that nobody says, you know, well, you're not in the Constitution. You're, being, you're back to being a quarter of a person, she added. Now, that was a very loose and poor reference to the Dred Scott case. 
1857, when in a 7-2 to decision by the high court, blacks, namely, and, namely slaves, were considered to be three-fifths of a person, not one-quarter, whoopee, read the stinking case. Learn some things before you shoot off your big mouth. Now, this was reported by Blaze TV host Dave Rubin, who, interestingly enough, <laughs> he's pretty conservative, but he's also gay. Interesting how that one worked. Ugh, so yeah. So, Whoopi, once again, off of her medication and seriously intellectually dishonest. I mean, she didn't do her homework on this one, but ugh, it's, it's crazy. And here's something equally crazy from the, what I call the silly black people uh, department. I mean, that was one, but here's another. Now, an, a Los Angeles Times columnist named Erica Smith recently wrote in a column uh, would California be ready for more legal black gun owners post uh, after the ruling against New York's concealed carry law now Erica Smith who wrote the piece is a black woman and also she is a dingbat and a race baiter because some of the things she said in her column were just plain stupid. It was just plain stupid. Now, keep in mind, folks, what happened just a few weeks ago in California during their primary? In San Francisco, specifically. The people of San Francisco recalled their George Soros bought and paid for prosecutor, Chesa Boudin, who happens to be the son of domestic terrorists. I mean, that's just weird right there. So yes, so when she talks about black gun ownership and how, oh no, it's just gonna be terrible. You know, it's like, it's gonna be, it's gonna be racist and it's gonna start things, it's like, Excuse me, uh, Ms. Smith, you are there in Los Angeles. San Francisco already ditched its prosecutor, and Gascon, your prosecutor in Los Angeles County, uh, yeah, he could easily be up for, uh, for recall himself. And there seems to be a growing movement. So, I mean, it's... Some of the dingy things that this woman said in her article. Now, now she wrote, and this is just a part of the article, and it's a quote. Of course, these days, the NRA is very much against gun control, although its stance on black people doesn't seem to have changed very much. Excuse you, uh, Ms. Smith. You're intellectually dishonest and you're a race baiter. First of all, the NRA is not a racist organization. Okay? Get over it. The NRA has members 
that are minorities, black, Hispanic, maybe even Asian and other uh, ethnic groups. So no, it is not. In fact, one of the NRA's uh, spokesmen happens to be black, okay? And he's a gun owner, law-abiding, and teaches gun safety. Plus, uh, Ms. Smith, you seemed to have neglected uh, talking about the two biggest groups of gun owners in this country in the last couple of years. And that's women and minorities. And as a minority woman yourself, that really surprises me and not in a good way. Come on. This is crazy. And do you know why there has been such an increase in gun ownership amongst minorities and women? Defund the police. That's right. Defund the police has been the biggest advertiser for gun ownership in the country. Because if cities like LA, Chicago, New York, and others are going to deal with these uh, cash bail reform, defund the police, blah, 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 you've essentially are outsourcing the defense of black folks and other minorities. Black folks need the cops, Ms. Smith. They need the cops. But if the cops ain't, aren't going to come and help them when they're needed, because when you defund the police, you put a lot of these inner cities and their residents in danger. I mean, are you not putting two and two together here, lady? So now that defund the police seems to be something of the norm in some of these very blue cities, then what are black folks going to do? Hmm? What are they going to do to protect themselves, to protect their kids, and especially women, minority women? Come on. You're leaving your sisters hanging out the dry, girl. Come on. That's just wrong. And yes, and trying to slam the NRA and Republican politicians is just the typical way out in left field Democrat talking points when you're dealing with all these issues. Now, yes, you do mention in your article about what happened in Buffalo, New York, and but is that that's not necessarily the norm. Okay, it's not as much as you want to try to write your opinion to put forth, well, you see, black blacks are you know need the guns, but the NRA and Republicans are racist and blah blah blah. What happened in Buffalo was something that does not it's not the norm. Most most serial killers or or mass or gunmen who commit massacres they don't really care about the pigmentation of their victims now in the case of buffalo yeah this kid was messed up and he left an awful lot of clues and new york's red flag law 
did nothing to stop him. Nothing. So, yeah, get over that little annoying little fact. So, yeah, hello. So, yes, uh, that's just a lot of that silliness is just done. I mean, it's done. And now in a, in a related story in Georgia, which is kind of a it's an interesting place, you know, but now given Stacey Abrams, who's running again to be governor of Georgia or for the Democrats, well, apparently her defund the police soft on crime policies have not made a hit with the law enforcement community in the state. And in a story from the Epic Times, 102 sheriffs in Georgia have joined Governor Kemp, who's seeking a second term, and essentially endorsing Governor Kemp because Stacey Abrams is way too much soft on crime and defund the police and everything else. And in a city like, at cities like Atlanta, predominantly, well, maybe not predominantly, but it's got a 45% black population or thereabouts. Yeah, uh-huh, that's really gonna help. It's really gonna help Fulton County. So no thanks. I mean, my gosh. And uh, <laughs> the statement of the sheriffs which was released yesterday, uh, had said, let's see, uh, no, let's go back here. Sorry. There we go. And they criti the sheriffs criticized Abrams for advancing the def defund the police movement and with her position as a board member at the Marguerite Casey Foundation, a Seattle-based grant-making group which the sheriffs call an anti-police organization, Stacey Abrams has repeatedly shown disdain for law enforcement and the risk we take every day putting our lives on the line to serve our communities, end quote, from the sheriffs. Ouch. Hello? That's kind of how that worked. You know, you defund the police. You're, you not only lose support of law enforcement, but you're also going to make minorities and black folks in inner city neighborhoods that much more of a target. Because do you really believe that defunding the police, say, in Chicago has made things better? Not even close. No, no, no. No, no, no. I mean, just this past weekend, 23 people in Chicago were shot, five of them dead, including an infant. Ooh. Now, what do you bet that all, if not most, of those victims were black? Hmm? Anybody want to take that bet? Anybody? Because, the, and now, here we are, just a few days away from 4th of July weekend. You've got a hot, if, you're, if it's hot, you got the fireworks going, 
Hey, holiday weekends in Chicago, watch the numbers go up. Watch it go up. And yeah, oh, and we can't have we can't have all these black folks having all these guns. Ugh, please spare me. If anybody needs, you know, to be able to uh, have guns for self-defense, it's folks on the south side of Chicago and the west side too. Yeesh. Not, ugh, no. That's just plain dumb. Just plain dumb. Uh, well, speaking of, well, I guess death, but this is a little different. Story from Breitbart. 47 illegal immigrants were found in an abandoned trailer near San Antonio, Texas in a human smuggling incident. Yep, gotta love that. Open border. Yeah, human smuggling. I mean, we've, we've got all other kinds of smuggling. Uh, fentanyl coming into the country by pretty much by the truckload. Tons of it being confiscated last year alone and quite a bit confiscated this year in the first half of 2022. And we still got plenty to go. There's still plenty of summer left. You've still got the migrant caravan coming to the border, which is now splitting up, uh, heading to Texas, heading to Arizona, maybe New Mexico. Yeah, so the invasion's coming. It's still coming in spite of Title 42 still being in place. And yet now you have another disaster, another catastrophe due to lame, feckless border policy and that is right at Joe Biden's feet. 47 people dead in an abandoned trailer. And especially with that Texas heat. Oh my goodness. I mean, my goodness. They're in a truck. They can't get out. It's really, really stinking hot. I mean, they baked in there. And now 47 more people dead at the board crossing over the border illegally yay happy yay happy so i hope you open borders types are really happy with this because part of the blood of those 47 people are on your hands for standing up for this and all those ngos and whatnot yeah if you're supporting open borders because it's compassionate yeah, tell that to the 47 people who just died. My gosh, that coroner is going to be pretty dang busy for quite a while dealing with 47 bodies, and we have no idea who they are, or who they were, I should say. We still are dealing with terrorists trying to get over. We've got the drug cartels, sex trade, Yes. Oh my gosh, it, it's made me so crazy, I can't even talk straight. I mean, how long is it going to take folks to figure out we have not just a humanitarian crisis, it is a public safety crisis, it is a national security crisis. What, what's it going to take folks to have reality 
smack you upside the head and wake you up from your delusion. This is not good. We had we nearly had a wall. But nope. And now we've got everybody and their first cousin and it's not necessarily from Mexico or Central America. They're coming from everywhere. I mean, how I don't know how many countries, but it's a bunch. Middle East, Africa, China. Whew. My lord. That is crazy. But yep. Just another fun day on Joe Biden's border in his alternate universe. So with that, folks, just going to call it a day today. Have yourself a great Tuesday. Be careful out there if you're traveling for the summer. And if it's really hot, please, please remember, hydrate. It's a good thing. <laughs> so for now, love y'all. Take care. God bless you. And remember, Patriots still come in all colors. <laughs>